Good morning, it's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off. Uh, world's foremost authority on all things that matter from the Roscoe Squeeze Off, the podcast. Haven't done a show in a while. I'm going to try to really get back to religiously doing it. Um, just wanted to talk about uh, the Ravens' loss to uh, the Dolphins last night, Thursday night. And this here's my problem Lamar has been absolutely amazing this season I mean literally amazing he's put a lot of the weight of the team on him Uh, he's a top you know going into that game last night he was the ninth in passing in the league and he was also sixth in rushing in the league Uh, and I don't know how the Ravens can alleviate the pressure on him and the reason I say that is because the running backs they have just aren't doing it if it was 2016 maybe Freeman Le'Veon Bell you know Latavius Murray might be your guy Uh, it was a play last night where Freeman got around the edge and and he was he was he put it in high gear to try to make a play but he got caught by the linebacker and then I saw a very similar play where Miami's running back had to run and make a play and he outran our linebacker uh, the Ravens linebacker and I was like wow that's the difference there even though they don't have a top-notch running back they have young guys with some speed and our guys are older and beat up and that's the reason that they were home waiting for a call and not on another team. So if we can't alleviate any pressure running the ball on Lamar, and Miami shows something last night that may be a problem for the Ravens going forward, and I've often wondered why they just don't blitz him nonstop, but send more than they have to block. Man coverage, no help. You know, a zero blitz. And see, can he beat you, you know, beat the man coverage under pressure. And one of the knocks on not just Lamar, but many, many, you know, young quarterbacks, your Mayfields, whatever, uh, is they don't throw you open. That's one of the things that a lot of the top upper echelon quarterbacks have been known to do. I mean, I know I'm talking to some of the best of the best when I talk about Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes, maybe not this year as much, but in his prime the last few years, um, Tom Brady, is you can be actually covered and they can still throw you the ball and get it to you in such a fashion where they can complete it to you even though you have a man man coverage guy directly on you, whether it's back shoulder, whether it's you lead him one direction or another, or you lead him by letting him, like especially with Hollywood, throwing the ball with a certain amount of accuracy you know kind of like what Russell Wilson does where he throws it and drops it in the bucket and I often wonder is that a possibility with Lamar is it even a possibility you know I would hope it would be a possibility for him but I just don't I don't know you know um 
I haven't seen enough of it. Now, I've seen him make great plays, and I think we all have. I mean, the guy was an MVP that had 36 touchdowns in 2019. It's the consistency of when the upper echelon teams, and that wasn't upper echelon team last night, but when they put more pressure on him and they pressure the receivers, you know, try to hit him at the line or, you know, tight coverage, you know, I think it's a little bit of a struggle there. I think we've seen that in his history. Now, granted, the dude's a winner. He's won a ton of games, and he makes it happen. I'm just wondering if it's going to be something going forward that teams try. Because I've seen it in the past happen. I saw many teams that put pressure on him, and he struggled. They just don't consistently do it. And last night with Miami... That was a constant. I mean, they just said, heck with it. Even when they had the lead, even when they got a two-touchdown lead, they didn't even care. They just kept setting pressure, thinking that a mistake would happen, that he couldn't make the read quick enough. He doesn't he, he doesn't make the hot read quick enough. And watching the game, I thought to myself, that's almost downright disrespectful because you would never blitz a lot of the greats from the past or the present that way you wouldn't and I, and, I, and I hate to use Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers sometimes just because they are the best of the best but you would never bliss them like that because they would punish you they would make you know you got to be able to hit your receiver in stride when they run the post the out the cross whatever it is they're running and they're the high read you got to hit them in stride so that way they can punish the defender and possibly take it to the house. And that never occurred yesterday. It didn't even look like that was a possibility of happening uh, last night. So I don't know if they just were caught off guard. But like I said, I've seen in the past where he tends to struggle with that high pressure, bringing more. Uh, you got six blockers, you bring seven guys. So you're bringing six, they got six, you got six blockers. They bring seven guys. You got a running back back there. And they don't pick, they just don't pick up in time. Sometimes they even brought eight last night. But if you only got three, sometimes four receivers going out. But the, the pressure's coming so fast, he has to make a quick, immediate read. You know, as they call it, the hot read. And then not just make that read, but then throw it with a level of accuracy that allows your receiver, tight end, receiver, running back, what have you, to get yak yards after the catch. And even when he made some of those throws that he didn't make the correct throw, there was a certain amount of times where it stopped them in their tracks. You know, they had to dig a ball out from the ground. They, they go to the ground to get the ball. The ball was overthrown. You know, uh... It was a few, it was at least five bad throws. Just completely bad where they couldn't catch it. It was out of the reach, too high, too far, what have you. Then there's about another 10 where they may have been caught, but it didn't hit you. And all right, one of the reasons I used to always say that I thought Matt Moss was maybe the best receiver of all time because he caught balls that were not perfectly thrown. And I always said Jerry Rice had the most accurate quarterbacks of all time with Joe Montana, Steve Young, even Rich Gannon was pretty, you know, the year he won the offensive player of the year. You know, they all, every almost every highlight of Jerry Rice is catching the ball full speed in stride, which allows him, if you're coming off a cut, 
to, to create distance from your defender, to make a move, to, to make the most of what you're doing. And I just thought that last night, when he did, even if he did make a hot read and he did hit him, it was in a situation where the guys had to stop to catch the ball. It broke their momentum. They couldn't catch the ball and make a move all in one stride. And at one time, honestly, one of the three times it did happen, it happened Bateman late in the game where he made a big play along the sideline. It did happen with Sammy Watkins on the play where he was stripped. You know, he, he I don't know what that was about, Sammy. Uh, I thought it was incompletion myself. But, um, you know, you had to make that play there. Once again, Roscoe squeezed off the podcast. Just chiming in on the Ravens Miami last night. Now, I thought the defense played well. And honestly, even though they've given up big plays, as I look around the league, every team gives up big plays. There's no stout defense anymore. The closest thing maybe is the Saints. They don't really give up too many big plays. I mean, you can matriculate the ball down the field, but I think every team is giving up big plays right now. You just, you're not allowed to practice the same. You're not allowed to tackle. Uh, you know, you don't do two a days and three a days anymore. And I think that has taken its toll on the defense in the league. But then I've always told people, um, that it has a, I mean, besides the 85 Bears, the 2000 Ravens, 86 Giants, the Purple Peter Eat, Purple People Eaters in Minnesota back in the 70s, uh, the the uh, Steel Curtain from from the you know Steelers in the 70s, you know those teams could hold you and hold receivers and beat you up down the sidelines. But since those days have ended, do we really have great, you know, defenses anymore? And on top of that, there's always been, you know, bad tackling. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a whole NFL films building with film of people like uh, of Jim Brown just breaking tackles, Larry Zonka breaking tackles. I'm talking about going way back in the day. You know, Earl Campbell, Walter Payton, breaking tackles, just running through guys. It's always happened. So, I, you know, I don't want to think that, you know, it doesn't happen. But I think right now, a lot of the teams, your best defense is a good offense, especially the Ravens. The reason why their best offense makes their, better, their defense better is because the Ravens, the last two of the last two years or so almost three years have led the league and in time of possession just last week they had the ball 46 minutes of of a of a 50 of a uh, 70 minute ball game you know because it went to overtime until the last few seconds of overtime and that makes the defense better remember they started off giving the big plays at the beginning of that game and then the defense calmed down tremendously because they were able to just come out there, play three or five, three to six plays, seven plays, get a stop, and then get a long break. Remember, the Ravens even had an 18-play drive last week against Minnesota. And yesterday, that didn't happen. I mean, they had seven three-and-outs. So when you're getting knocked off the field like that, it's just a matter of time. for. for I, think, I think most defenses right now, defenses just don't hold you like they used to. This ain't the 2000 Ravens, you know. This ain't your granddad's, you know, 85 Bears anymore. So, um, the Ravens have to find a way to deal with the pressure because I think that's going to be a new thing, kind of like how Patrick Mahomes is getting this uh, two-men high thing that, that, that the Tampa Bay started doing. Just rush the regular four, 
and two men high and double uh you know double the cheetah you know and 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 you may and you even let your tight end you know catch the ball underneath sometimes but you make sure you take away the big play knowing that Mahomes wants the big play and that seems to be a big huge problem for Mahomes right now so I just hope that, that we don't have a huge problem with what they're doing to Lamar with the pressure because he can't even run the ball because every gap is being filled. They come from the outside, the edges, and, and you might say the line is not what it used to be. Yeah, 100% right. They don't have their quality line in there, but at the same time, you got to make these reads. You're getting one-on-one coverage. Most of the great quarterbacks, I think even Stafford and and Carr and some of these other guys would dream to have their receivers in one-on-one matchups across the board. They have three between two to four receiver routes going out and everybody's manned up with no help in the backfield i mean in, in the defensive backfield so there's no help anybody can just go to the house once they make one move if they catch the ball in the stride make one move they can go to the house it's that simple and it didn't happen you know uh, you know it should be at least chunk plays we got a couple ones i think bateman got a chunk play there at the end um but it got we got it we you got to be able to abuse that they have to work on that because this is about to be a thing, I think. And I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I think they're going to all just send, send the house. They have no running backs that can break a tackle. I mean, Freeman, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, these guys, I mean, if they've broken 10 tackles all year, I'll be surprised. Yards after contact is almost non-existent on this team. The only person that makes longer your runs is Lamar because he's not breaking tackles. He's shaking guys. The, the, the other running backs can't even do that. You know, Lamar still shaking out your boots, but I think his speed is slowing down just a little bit. And, and it, that's not his fault that he doesn't have running backs that can make anything because if he had Gus the Bus, and, 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 and they would make something happen. You know, they he would break tackles and, you know, get a lot of yards at the contact because that's what they've done in the past. The running backs from Duvernay, and, and you know that's what they do. They get yards after contact. So they break, they hit the first guy, two yards, three yards into the run, boom, they break that tackle. They may shake a guy, they may run that guy over, whatever. They get another five, six, or even further, and that's not happening this year. So if any, you know, if defenses are watching what's going on in the trend, they're going to start just coming for Lamar, just put all pressure on him, and he has to make the hot read, the tight throw under pressure, two, three seconds. Not even probably three, but most like two seconds. Drop back three steps, put your put your foot in the ground, and sling the ball as hard as you can, and uh, you know, it's, and, and make the right decision. So it's going to really count on uh, pressure is going to come onto the 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 pre-snap reads, understanding where the blitz is coming from, understanding who has man coverage, understanding the routes and who should win in the route combinations. So that that's that's huge, that's huge. And another thing is. What's scary for the Ravens right now, I'm still hoping for the best, like it's my team, but I'm trying to be a realistic and objective here, is they've only beaten one playoff team as of right now, which would be the Chargers. You know, they lost to the Raiders. Um, Cincinnati is not in the playoff as of right now, but they lost Cincinnati, they lost to Miami, who's not in the playoffs as of right now. They still got to go. They got another easy game in Chicago, which is supposed to be easy, but nothing's easy. We just lost Miami. Um, and then you start playing the meat and potatoes of teams that are possible playoff teams. You know, Cleveland, which is going to be tough because they run the ball but better than just about anybody, not named Tennessee. And we're going to have to deal with that. Um, the only thing about that I like is Baker Mayfield is not a great 
play either. So I, I have faith that he'll make enough mistakes or not doesn't make the play to help us win. But we'll see. Uh, we got to play Cincinnati again. And then the team that just never beats themselves under, you know, with Mike Tomlin as the coach. And that is the Steelers, you know, because if they can stop our, our offense has to be effective for our defense to be effective. It just is what it is. Defense doesn't carry us anymore. They tried to carry us last night, and the offense was ineffective, 10 points, and, and they actually the offense gave them a touchdown, and we couldn't do what we had to do. So uh, it's going to be tough here now. We got to find a way. If that, All right, I said this early in the season. I heard Nick Wright say this from First Things First on Fox, and I think he was right. We have to use this season, the entire season, to work on a passing game. And that's just is what it is. We have to use this season to work on the passing game. So we got to take our lumps during the season. Last night was a lump. Pressure came nonstop. We didn't do well with it. But that's a learning tool. And hopefully we can get that, you know, figured out before the end of the season. Because if we do make the playoffs, we're going to see all this type of stuff in the playoffs. Every year since Lamar's been in the league, we've, we've dominated with a running game during the regular season that could not dominate in the preseason three years straight now so this is actually kind of perfect that we did take a lump here because this way the lump should help you be able to smooth it out by the time playoffs will come now if it doesn't that's still cool to me because we got to see what we have in Lamar going forward with passing we have to work on that that is the only way the Ravens are going to win a Super Bowl is if he can pass as well you're not going to run your way to the Super Bowl. Because otherwise, we would have did it two years ago when we had the best running team in history. We would have did it last year when we had our healthy running backs and we ran the ball very, very effectively until we got to play Buffalo in, in the playoffs. You're not going, we need to be able to do both, especially with the way de- we need to make the defenses play us honest. And that's not going to happen until he can pass the ball effectively. And I'm not just talking about get yards. But when it most counts, and he he's done that in some games with some comebacks this year, remember. But we're, these were against lesser teams. I do I, that has to be clear. You know, you did it against Detroit, a fourth and thirty. He didn't have a really great game there, but a fourth and whatever that was, seventeen or something. And he completed that play. Yes, that was just really honestly. You gotta admit, poor defense. You had one goal, keep him from getting the first down from 17, 18 yards away, and they let him catch the ball twenty something yards down the field, pretty much wide open. And Indianapolis didn't play well as well. You know, they, they, and, and, and you may say the Ravens did it. But the pressure we saw last night let you know that's going to start coming from the future. Bring more than they can block, make them make the quick read. That's blatant disrespect of a good quarterback. Blatant disrespect. I don't think you did that to Derek Carr. I don't think you would send seven against his six because you know Waller or somebody would catch that and go to, go to the house. If not, if not to the house, a great distance because you're putting your guys on. I, every defender was on an island, and we did not punish them for it last night. That should have been quick passes and a punishment for for for, for being so blatantly outlandish of sending everybody and playing man coverage across the board with a zero blitz. So until that can get solved, and 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 now one last thing before I go. What was up with all the side the side screen passes last night? We're a team that barely ever runs plays like that, and we tried that over and over in the beginning of the game. I mean, didn't even look downfield. Hike, turn, and throw. Hike, turn, and throw to the point where a couple of them got tipped, and one time he couldn't even throw it and took a sack 
because the defender didn't even try to blitz him. He just jumped back in the route. You know, hey, the receiver's over here. He's probably going to throw it to the side. It, it was so predictable. So I don't know if that's something they're working on for the future, taking lumps again until, you know, maybe that's what it is because it didn't really make a lot of sense. But um, we'll see where this thing goes. Um, let me know what you guys think. You know, anybody want to get on here with me, man? I'm, I want to start doing it again. I need to find me a, a co-host. I like to go back and forth with these, uh, talk about different topics. I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm in all type of sports. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do one on boxing real soon. The state of boxing, once again, is irritating me. And I told you how to fix boxing. It's on one of my podcasts. Look that up. And I'm telling you, that's the only way to fix boxing right now. But uh, Ravens, uh, tough loss last night. Hopefully we can some some good lessons can be learned from that game. Some of your best lessons come from a loss, not a win. You know, especially when the season's young enough where you can uh, and you're still in the, you're still in the top of the division. So it's not like you know you can't you can't you know fix this from here. Once again, it's your boy Roscoe Squeeze off from the Roscoe Squeeze off the podcast, the world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Pretty much a dude riding around his vehicle talking about sports. Till next time, talk to you soon.